I'm Bobby Connor for South Carolina Public Radio with Health Focus here at the radio studio for the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston. Atrial fibrillation or AFib is one of the most common types of irregular heart rhythm. Dr. Ann Croman is here to talk about managing and adjusting to this heart condition in the first year after diagnosis. Dr. Croman is an assistant professor in the College of Medicine and she's a cardiac electrophysiologist at MUSC. Dr. Croman, tell us more details about this heart condition. Atrial fibrillation is an abnormal heart rhythm that's confined to the upper two chambers of the heart, the atrium, and these chambers, instead of beating at a regular rate, are often going at a very fast, abnormal rate. Think of it almost as electrical chaos in these two upper chambers of the heart. And how is this heart condition typically detected and diagnosed? Atrial fibrillation is most commonly diagnosed in people who present with symptoms of maybe feeling that their heart rate or heart beat is a little bit irregular or maybe rapid at times. There's also another group of patients who don't really know that they even have atrial fibrillation and it is picked up anytime that they get a EKG or this may be picked up on a cardiac monitor that some people may wear for a period of time, anywhere from three days up to a couple weeks. Additionally, some patients even realize that they have atrial fibrillation after their smartwatch or wearable will send them an alert that it's potentially detected this irregular heart rate or rhythm. What steps are important to take during the first months in that first year after diagnosis to adapt and also best manage this condition? One of the first things that we do when we see somebody with a new diagnosis is that we need to assess their risk of stroke. And sometimes one of the first medications that we start is actually blood thinner to help reduce the risk of stroke. There also may be additional medicines that people are started on that help with the rhythm or the rate of the heart. And in addition to medication, what else might you counsel patients about that they can do to help with this condition? Some of the things that people can do to help manage their atrial fibrillation or even reduce the the amount of atrial fibrillation is to get control over things such as their blood pressure or if they have sleep apnea or snore at night, getting that treated is very important. They can kind of work to control their alcohol intake, which can also lead to higher rates of atrial fibrillation. All of these are things that people can do to really help themselves and to prevent more and future occurrences of AFib. I'm sure people are concerned after they get this diagnosis. What's your take on how this impacts their life over the long haul? While being diagnosed with atrial fibrillation can, for some people, be a surprise and be worrisome, I would like to reassure people that in good partnership with your physicians and your whole physician team, something that's easily manageable with lots of different options for working on treating it, protecting people against the risk of stroke, and making sure people have a great quality of life, even with atrial fibrillation. Dr. Croman, thanks for this update about managing AFib. Of course. It is my pleasure. Thank you, Bobby. From the radio studio for the Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston, I'm Bobby Connor for South Carolina Public Radio.